We're talking now with David Seymour, ACT Party leader, as we look toward the bills to be introduced to allow us to go to bars and pubs during the Rugby World Cup. David, it makes perfect sense, and with a bit of needling from yourself, the government decided to uh, to come to the party. This is great news, is it not? Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Look, just for all the people that are cynical about Parliament, and I'm one of them half the time, uh, it just shows that sometimes we can actually work together, common sense can prevail, and uh, we can make laws that give the people what they want. Right, so this is a bill you wanted to introduce, but it got the Labor decided to run with it, which makes it, I'm presuming, a whole lot easier to get through? Yeah, that's right. So anyone can walk into Parliament any time and propose a bill, um, but you've got to get absolutely everybody to agree. Just one person objecting can shoot it down. So it's pretty hard to do. I managed to do it for the 2015 Rugby World Cup because no one wanted to be seen as being against that. Um, and I threatened to do it again this year, and the government said, look, steady on, David, we'll do it ourselves. So uh, one way of getting a result, and what it means is that uh, pubs and clubs will be able to open and people will be able to you know, go to their favourite place if they want to and watch the game, not have the, not have the place closed halfway through the game. Right, so when you say everybody, is that the whole of Parliament have to buy into this? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just one, one possible way of making a law um, is that if you can get everyone to agree, then anyone can introduce any law. But otherwise, um, if you're the government, then you just need a majority. Right, OK. So what is the process from now on? Is this as good as a done deal? And what does that encompass, David? Well, the, Andrew Little's the Minister of Justice, and he's, he's put out a press release saying he's going to do it. So um, it would be a pretty big back down now if he didn't do it, and I'm sure Andrew will. Uh, they'll draft up a bit of legislation. I suspect it will look suspiciously like the one uh, that I sent them a couple of days ago. And um, next week, uh, it'll be debated in a really fast process. Everyone will just say, do you agree? Yeah. And um, uh, then it'll you know, go up to the Governor-General, get signed into law, and uh, it will mean that uh, pubs and clubs will be able to, to remain open. Um, if they if they do what my bill would have done, and at this point I'm trusting them that they will. Right, okay, and this covers all licensed premises right across the country, pubs, clubs, RSA and the like? Yeah, that's right. When the, when the press release came out from Andrew Little, it said clubs and licensed premises, and it didn't actually mention pubs. So, uh, look, I hope they're not going to try and pull a Swifty and make it clubs only. Uh, but I assume that they mean pubs as well, because a lot of rural areas, you know, I mean, it's the centre of the community. And it's about who we are. I mean, New Zealanders are people who got off boats in a new land and bound together and built new communities. And often the RSA or the club or the pub, especially in rural and provincial areas, is at the centre of that. Is there a downside to this, David Seymour, for the naysayers out there? Why would they complain? Oh, look, last time um, everybody said, oh, it's part of our drinking culture and you're encouraging boozing and blah, blah, blah. And i got to be honest, I was a little bit worried, like if, if, you know, heaven forbid the All Blacks lost and there was a riot in a pub or something and everyone would blame me. Um, but you know what? Actually, what we found, uh, apart from the fact the All Blacks won, is that um, New Zealanders turned out to be perfectly capable of going to a pub or a club having a couple of pints, cheering on the team, uh, whatever team they support, and uh, nobody nobody was harmed in the making of that particular film. So, uh, look, I, I don't see any downside. It's really just a question of, you know, why do we have to do this every four years? And I think if there's one thing we're guilty of here, it's that we should have sorted this out on a more longer-term basis. Um, of course, this time of the World Cup starting next month, there's no time. Uh, but over the next four years, I hope we'll get some Australian-style law 
where the minister can declare a particular tournament to be a licensed period because, uh, you know, in four years' time, the World Cup's going to be in France. Exactly the same thing's going to happen again. Do you envisage this with other major sporting events as well? Is it just a tax, I suppose, to, put, to sport for the, the hub of our community, as you said? What, what other events would you envisage may fall under or in the parameters of this, this possible ruling if it comes into place? Well, I mean, I think, you know, people are always going to have the debate about what about the black ferns, what about the silver ferns, what about the cricket? You know, there's, uh, I think those are worthwhile debates to have. Um, but just going by the sheer numbers, I mean, when the All Blacks play, you can get a million people watching. Um, you know, there's no other sports team in New Zealand uh, that gets a million people watching. And that's that's why this is a big one. Um, but look, in the future, you know, why wouldn't you, for instance, if you had the, the silver ferns? I mean, they are the world champions after all. Um, you know, have a have a minister of government uh, make a declaration that uh, you can open for the purpose of the silver ferns too. We're only a month out from the start of the World Cup, but why has this taken so long? How come it has to be rushed right through? And why did it take a single man and you, David Seymour, to actually um, poke them with a cattle prod to get it done? It seems a little odd to me. Oh, look, I, I just think people are, everyone's busy, you know, not just in Parliament, but most people in their jobs. And uh, look, in a perfect world, we would have thought of this a few months ago and got it done. But it's like one of those things, the best time to start was a year ago and the second best time to start is right now. <laughs> and one last thing, David Seymour, referencing before the behaviour in the 2015 World Cup of the general populace, even though the bars were open and it didn't turn to chaos, do you think that's showing that we are slowly maturing in our attitude towards alcohol and, and maybe by opening up a little more as opposed to putting barriers in the way that's encouraging that? Yeah, look, I, I think two things. First of all, uh, too often we punish the law-abiding majority for the sins of the idiotic minority and I've always been in favour of locking up the really drunk idiots, letting everyone else have a good time. Um, but second of all, you know, the trend is clear. For, for 30 years now, the amount of alcohol the average New Zealander drinks has been in free fall. Um, people are enjoying a much wider range of much more interesting beverages, a bit pricier, I've got to say, um, and, and less volume. So, look, I think we're, we're maturing as a country. The old six o'clock swill is a bit thing of the past, and, uh, you know, long live New Zealand. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, I can only have a beer before I drive home, so it might as well be a bloody good one. So the craft beer companies are making a lot of money out of me. David Seymour, Act Party Leader, thanks very much for your time, and well initiated, mate. Congratulations. All right, thank you.